just yet, you might still need them. All right. Today on the show, we're going to discuss my COVID conspiracy theory. That's right. I have a conspiracy theory about COVID, coronavirus, COVID-19, all the different cool hip names for it. This is not what I would call a conspiracy theory. I think most conspiracy theories are rooted in some weird, fantastical type of element, like the U.S. government being involved in 9-11, and they softened the the metal before anyone flew a plane into it. The beams would have held up. No, I don't think that happened, and I don't think there was any reason or logical reason for the U.S. government to be involved in 9-11. And my quote-unquote finger quotes. I have to yell that at you because this is a audio show and you can't see me doing it. We've had this discussion, kids, but I think that my conspiracy theory, quote-unquote, is rooted in logic. And it, it, I'm, I don't think that this is necessarily what's happening or has happened, but I also don't not think that. So I'm, I'm kind of on the fence and just kind of want to share the idea because things are starting to go sideways again. So I want to make sure that I record this and I get this out there while I'm still early. And then I can point back and go, I told you so. So I'm just going to go ahead and tell you what the conspiracy theory is. Quote unquote, finger quotes. And then I'm going to break it down for you. So my theory is that one or more governments, ours included, was part of of an experiment to find out what society would do and how society would react in the event of what was claimed as a quote-unquote global pandemic. I'm not saying that I think that coronavirus itself is not real. I'm not saying that I don't think that people have not suffered and died from coronavirus. I'm not saying that at all. Please make a note of it. I am saying that if anyone was involved in doing this or releasing this, then it goes from being a global pandemic to an experiment. That's a different thing because it didn't happen naturally. I'm not saying it didn't. This is just part of the the theory. Not a conspiracy theory, just a theory at this point because I think if I throw enough logic and enough clear-headed rationality into it that now it's just a theory and not a conspiracy theory. You might disagree with me at the end. That's fine. I didn't care. But now let's dive into why I think this. So let's start from the origin. This all started in Wu-Tang, China. No, it wasn't Wu-Tang. It might have been like Wu-Han. I don't know. I'm not learned. Now, that said, if you had the ability to do what I'm saying, which is release a virus that you know is not going to wipe out the population and you know how to protect yourself against eventually, that if you had the ability to do that and say you were a big powerhouse like the United States or you were teamed up with other major powerhouses, of course you're not teamed up with China because, well, quite frankly, everyone hates China. So why not, you know, maybe release the coronavirus in China 
And then right there, you've got the first part of the experiment, which is to see how it spreads. Does it transmit? Will it go, uh, you know, cross country to country? We've all seen movies and or read books or seen TV shows where there's some kind of massive virus that wipes out humanity or perhaps it just turns us into zombies, i.e. The Walking Dead. There's all kinds of stuff that we've already got it in our head that this could happen. And it would not be weird to think that governments might want to know how their people would react if it did happen. And also, you know, if you think that it's not possible that the government could create this virus, what? Have you ever heard of biological warfare? President Donald Trump, back when he was president, at one point, uh, all right, I'm pretty sure that they grew this in a lab like a puppy. No, you know, he did say that he thought that this could have been created in a laboratory and everyone laughed at him and said he was stupid. And now all of a sudden, all of those people, the, the important people, the scientists and the government officials that laughed at him are now like, yeah, it could be possible that it was done in a lab, but we're not ruling that out. But it's because there was so much general hatred and disdain for Trump from 50% of America, well, 51% of America, that they ever pushed back on that. Just like his whole early claims that there would be, you know, the vaccination would be ready before the end of his term. Everyone was like, oh my God, this is going to take, vaccinations take years. It's you're not going to be ready by the time of your term. Guess what? Three different companies had a vaccine ready by the end of his term so we're gonna we're gonna discuss all that in more detail let's rewind let's go back to wu-tang china so the virus has been released and now it's starting to spread like i had this game you can probably still download it in the app store or whatever google play or whatever you get your games from it is just basically all these different viruses are released and you have to try and control them and do modifiers and all this stuff. And you can see how it's infecting certain regions that might be, you know, like lower to middle class. This is stuff that people have not only been thinking about for a long time, but it, it's come to the point of just general app gameplay. Like, look at fire drills. I mean, that's a perfect example of trying to assess people's behavior, but it's not really a matter of assessing the behavior. It's a way of figuring out how to correct the behavior, how to make sure that people do everything that they're supposed to do because you told them to do it in the event that this happens. When you're in second grade and the fire alarm goes off and you're rushing to the bathroom in a Catholic school to put your head between your legs. No, that's tornado. Never mind. Anyway, okay, tornado drills, whatever. You're trying to make sure that people know what to do. Corporate companies do fire drills and tornado drills and stuff like that to this day. There's probably in schools, school shooting drills. I'm so fortunate that I did not grow up in a time when there were school shooting drills, but as a student, you really don't know when a certain alarm goes off if you're going through a drill or if you're going through the real thing. And that's going to be, you know, boy who cried wolf kind of thing where the government has to be careful. But I do believe there is an aspect of a fire or a tornado drill here. And again, from a logic perspective, if you look at it, it makes sense to plan. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying it makes sense. So again, to think that there might not be a, almost like a war game scenario set up with this, 
I think it's a little foolish to not even consider it and to think that these governments or even a government, which I don't know which government, but I would assume it would be us, to think that this wouldn't be beneficial information to any government in the event of a true and serious global pandemic or biological warfare or anything like that, I mean, that that to me, I think is very logical and rational. I'm not saying I would support the government for doing something like that, but I don't blame them for thinking it makes sense. Unfortunately, the people that are the ones coming up with these ideas, the scientists, sometimes the officials make decisions based on that science, and the scientist is going, wait, that's not what I meant. So now we flash forward and... All of a sudden, it's starting to show up in America. It's starting to spread. And they're starting to be concerned, but it's not really that big of a deal. But then all of a sudden, there's murmurings of quarantines and things like that. It's not even like no one's even thinking about masks yet. It's like, I don't want to be stuck inside my home. Guess what? Toilet paper, gone. Now, since the toilet paper shortage of 2020, as it will go down in history... There's not been any issues with toilet paper, and there weren't really any major issues with anything else. Like, toilet paper was the main thing. What is one of the most essential things that every household needs? Toilet paper. So, I'm not saying that the government bought out all the toilet paper in different places. I think there was a lot of stupidity on the parts of the consumer. But I'm also not saying that that was not a factor, because if there is one essential... One essential, we can all live without bread. I mean, you can live without toilet paper, but I still have a lot of baby wipes, like a case of them, because that's all I could get, and I was panicking, so I bought some flushable baby wipes, and I still have them in my closet a lot. So if anyone has a, a new baby and you want some wipes, hit me up. So then, you know, we go straight lockdown quarantine, you know, how do people react? Bars closed down. Like, it was all phased. Like, it was very phased. We're just going to do this. I mean, if you were really concerned, like in Ohio right here, it was so stupid that they started saying, okay, you can't do anything after 9 o'clock. Why? Does it spread faster at a certain time of day? No. Are certain places more frequented at certain times of day? Yes, but... If you truly care as a government official and you are doing everything in your power to say we will have as little deaths in my state as possible, then you shouldn't allow any wiggle room. Just either go all the way or not at all. And this is where it seems like it's a phasing approach. It's not enough to break the small businesses. Some of them did break, but not enough to destroy the entire economy. Amazon did very well. I wonder who he knows, uh, you know, in Congress, probably a lot of people. So, you know, then you get to the point of the quarantine is lifted, but now there's all these restrictions. Like everywhere you go into mask mandate, mask mandate, mask mandate. And as I mentioned, many of these establishments have to close at a certain time because it's not legal for them to be open. The law has said you specific industry cannot stay open past a certain time because you will kill old people. And guess what we all did? Through all of this stuff that I've said so far, there was a lot of resistance, but overall, there was a lot of compliance. And the government, whether my theory is correct or not, the government loves the fact. They learned a lot from all of this. Whether my theory is right or not, I guarantee you, 
they now understand the pliability of the American people and the ability to get them to do what they say without question. Not only that, but get them to support them so emphatically that there's these factions of people that are like resistant to the government rule and other people that are like, you're a fucking moron if you don't follow government rule. And under almost any circumstance that would not benefit the the people who were fighting for the government's ideologies, they would be on the other side of the line. But that's a whole different discussion as to how America has been split into this constant 50-50 black and white. And I don't mean that in race. I mean just everyone's on one side of an issue or another and has zero tolerance for any middle ground or discussion or real conversation and chance to potentially change one's mind. I'm going to shut up because, again, story for another day. So let me rejoin the chronological timelining of Jeff's theory. I'm just condensing it to that now. Jeff's theory. So now we're all wearing masks all the time. The, you know, certain industries are booming, especially the people who make masks or Etsy sellers or whatever, because everyone is buying masks left and right because it's on your mouth. It's on your nose. You don't necessarily want to wear the same mask every day you also everyone looked at this as a chance to accessorize i have so many masks silly masks but we all took this as an opportunity to well if we're gonna have to wear a mask i'm gonna wear a mask that matches my personality just like my shoes or my shirt or my pants or my car so that certainly opened the door for a little bit of commercialism in America and I'm sure abroad. But then finally, so we're going to fast forward because things were kind of, you know, during the mask period was when there was all this political turmoil and Black Lives Matters was going on. And there was they were able to, from a media perspective, and do I think the media is involved? Maybe. They certainly control the narrative. But I also don't think that they really have a lot of insight. They're just looking for content and sensationalism. So I think they're just gasoline on a fire, but I don't think they have anything to do with the match or the kindling. But during that, you know, fall, early winter period was all this stuff with the election and the transition and the riot out, you know, in Washington, D.C. There was all this stuff that was taking attention away from coronavirus. But it didn't really matter because by that point, we were all very placated in what we were doing with government mandates. We were just all following the rules. You couldn't go to Kroger if you didn't have a mask on. I mean, technically, you could say, I have asthma. And I did see a handful of people, you know, at my local Kroger that did not wear a mask even during the mask mandate. But it was very few and far between. I mean, even now when the mandate has been lifted, you still see plenty of people wearing masks. And I'm assuming some of those people have already been vaccinated. They're just being doubly sure. But it's because they've been fed this mentality of protecting themselves. Like there, if there's one thing that you can capitalize on in order to make people do something, it is for the fear of their lives or for the fear of the lives of their loved ones. So to think that that's not potentially being used here, again, just look at it. If you were someone who was designing this experiment, You'd be like, yeah, all of this really does make sense with a minimal, minimal loss. I'm not saying they wanted any loss. I mean, if it, let's say it was just the United States that hatched this up. They went and safely released it in Wu-Tang. I know that's wrong. Wu-Tang, China, and then wanted to wait and see what happened. Perhaps it never makes it to America. That's what they want to know, though. 
You know, it's not like they, I'm not saying anyone intended for there to even be deaths or mass hysteria, but in the event that there was, now you're able to test certain protocols that you've probably had in place for years and years, but have never had real life practical application in order to determine what the potential outcome would be. And honestly, that potential outcome could be very scary. Things could have gone a lot differently and things could still go differently. We are not out of the woods yet. That's bringing me up to speed now because we are now past the mask mandates and we are now to the point where you can walk into any store for the most part, at least here in Ohio. And whether you've had the vaccine or not, you don't have to wear a mask. They recommend if you're unvaccinated that you wear a mask, but they, they're not going to ask people for their vaccination cards. That's probably some kind of violation of HIPAA or just personal privacy. And even if they found a way around that, there would be a lot of resistant people. And they obviously don't want to kill their relationship with their regular shoppers or you know patrons. But the vaccine itself has become this another polarizing topic of discussion where you've got the people who are totally vax and the people who are totally non-vax. I mean, even right now, you've still got certain sports teams that fall below a threshold in order to meet criteria within their locker rooms because people on the team don't want to get vaxxed. Now, these people will also go out and play six games with a a broken femur that they're not telling anyone about because they just want to win. So I'm a little confused as to the mentality there, but that does happen. But with the vaccination, I mean, you had in Ohio, you had the million dollar, five, one million dollar drawings, which was all the rage when it was announced. And I remember it was a big deal when the first person was announced and Governor DeWine called the winner and offered her either money or a scholarship. And she got to pick between the two. And then I never heard anything about it after that. I never heard about winners two through five. So Again, just weird, weird stuff. But let's go back to the vaccine. I am vaccinated. I am going on the record to say I am vaccinated, fully vaccinated, double dosed a month from when the second dose was administered. So I'm not an anti-vaxxer, but only because I want to be able to do things and I can see the direction the country is going in where you have to be vaccinated in order to participate in certain events. And some of these events or things like cruises, they're going to require that everyone be vaccinated. If you're not vaccinated, you're left out on the curb. And oh, let's talk about there's been a controversy about whatever Tom Brady, the Buccaneers, about people on the team not properly wearing the colored bracelet they're supposed to wear on the practice field to indicate who's vaccinated and who's not. Okay, this is the shit that I was worried about that I absolutely hate and I think we all need to stand up against is this definition and separation of people who have or haven't been vaccinated. That is a personal choice. For those of you hardcore liberals, you have no problem saying my body, my choice. Don't tell me what to do with my body. I'm pro-choice, my body, my choice. Got it. Now shut the fuck up and quit telling people who don't want to get vaccinated that they absolutely have to get vaccinated or they're killing somebody. Because guess what? When you go my body, my choice, you're killing somebody. I'm not saying I'm necessarily pro-life. I think there are instances where pro-choice makes sense, but I think when it is a matter of convenience, 
I think you need to deal with the consequences of your own actions and use that as an opportunity to improve your life and your decision making. All that to say that I do believe that everyone has a choice. And if I had a choice, I wouldn't get vaccinated because I'm pretty sure I already got COVID way back when it was early and anyone was even talking about testing and stuff like that. But I know that I also live in a society where I may want to do things in the near future where I have to have that stupid fucking card. So I have the stupid fucking card. I'm not happy about it. I feel a little dirty, but I'm saying I do believe that everyone should have a choice and no one should be made to feel like they have to get it. Well, guess what? The government is stepping it up a notch right now to make sure that you're vaccinated by saying that the Delta variant... Oh, by the way, those vaccinations we gave you, first off, they do not ensure that you will not catch the virus. They just dramatically lower the chance that you'll have symptoms or that you will be hospitalized and even more so that you will die. Now, not only that, but you're you're an AIDS monkey. You're just basically, you're walking around asymptomatic and you're spreading it to everyone, even if you're vaccinated. So what was the point of the vaccination? If it doesn't guarantee that I'm not going to get it and it doesn't guarantee that I, not only does it not guarantee, but I'm just freely walking around asymptomatic. I don't know if I have it or not, and I'm just spreading it to people. But then they're going to say, well... You should only have to worry about the people that didn't get vaccinated because then you can't spread it to them. See, this is where it's like the, they don't, the percentage isn't where they want it. So now they're going to figure out a new way. And they're already going. Mask mandates have come back in certain areas of the United States. It is going to come back way more quickly than you think almost nationwide to the point where 10 hours before I'm recording this, a governor in Texas, I want to say, prohibited, he signed an executive order prohibiting mask mandates or vaccination requirements for, I think it was just government employees, but he's just saying that ain't going to happen. And yes, the states do have power over the federal government. They actually have all the power. Unfortunately, we've lost sight of how our government should work. We are the United States of America. We are not just America. So here we are in the present day with the mask mandates coming back and the Delta variant proving to be not a problem to get people sick necessarily, but it's it's the carriers. Those are the problem. So for those of you who went and got vaccinated like me, but it made you feel like a dirty little whore doing it, you're going to feel even worse about the fact that you might still have to start wearing your mask again. It's like, why did I do that? Guess what? Exactly. Why did you do it? Because the government told you to do it. And the government is causing and creating all of these factions of people. I'm not saying 100% the polarity of this nation is because the government is doing it. But don't think that they're not back there rooting for this type of division. It's what they live on. Like, literally, it is how they exist in a two-party system. They exist based on division. Don't think they're not rooting for it. We are at a pivotal point in our society where we need to stand up and say, you know what? I know what's best for me. I know what's best for my family. And I'm not going to let you blow something out of proportion, make some rule, make some mandate, figure out what you need to figure out. I know at this point I've strayed very far from my theory. Now I'm into like uprising. That's fine because I think that's the whole point. My theory, I already feel, is somewhat concerned. Not concerned. Confirmed. My bad. Oopsie. 
My theory, I feel, is already somewhat confirmed. It just seems way too controlled, the way everything has been done, and now I feel like it's this constant manipulation. This is what I've been saying for a long time. I have used this word in many conversations that I've had with people over the last year. I have probably used it on previous episodes of the podcast precedent. I fear that we are setting a precedent for absolute pliability of society, global society. And not only that, but I'm more concerned with the American people. We have to say at some point, you know what? I'm not going to be told what to do. I'm not going to be mandated to do anything by some person who is a lifelong politician. These people don't have your best interest in mind. I mean, I'm sure there's plenty of people that went into politics that really wanted to make a change. I'm sure a lot of them went into politics because they just wanted to get rich. But even, even the ones that went in with the right intentions, it's like a guy that joins a bowling league with eight other guys that smoke and drink. I I don't know bowling leagues well enough. Eight other guys doesn't make sense. Let's just say it's a guy joining a club of some sort with eight other guys that all smoke and drink, but this guy doesn't do either. It is a much higher likelihood two years after he joins the club that he is smoking and drinking and that he followed their ways than the idea that he somehow convinced all of them to quit smoking and drinking. That is essentially politics right there. People will go in with good intentions, but unfortunately over time, and the same reason why we should have limits on the age. I mean, Biden should not be president. Trump should not have been president, not because of their qualifications, but because they're fucking old, man. These people do not represent the modern society. They are very out of touch with the modern society, especially for these lifelong politicians who have lived 40 years making a buttload of money, being able to take recesses for, we're going to take a four-year recess now. Now, are, are these people really realistically understanding your needs? Do you think they really have your best interest at heart? Do you really think when a piece of legislature, we're, we want to move the stop signs two inches to the left uh, on the roads in Melrose, Alabama. Okay, now all of a sudden it's a 900 page bill that includes tax rebates for Korean grocery stores. None of this makes any sense. It's all driven by power, by money. Don't think it's not. If you think it is and you think these politicians are really looking out for you, you're wrong. Politics and government were never supposed to regulate or mandate or dictate society. That is everything we fought against with the monarchy in Britain. That is everything we fought against was tyranny and rule. And guess what? We're all just loyal subjects to the U.S. government. Do you want to bow or do you want to stand up and say, you know what? We the people, bitch. That's what I want to do. So maybe my theory, maybe I didn't fully explain it properly. I think I think hopefully I did. You know, I went off on this tangent of, of the uprising because I think we're getting to a point where we need to make that decision. You need to figure out what side are you on. It's not a side of 
pro-vaccination or anti-vaccination. It's not a side of Black Lives Matters or All Lives Matters. It's not a side of Republican or Democrat. It is a side of we are Americans and we can make our own decisions. We don't need mommy and daddy to tell us when to go to bed because that is what is happening. Curfews, quarantines, masks. We're being told what to wear. We're being told to go to our room. We're being told when we need to be home. All of these things are what mommy and daddy tell you. That is not the government's role. They're supposed to regulate legislature, laws, order, taxation, certain things like that. I don't agree with the taxation, but I'm just saying I would at least accept that way more so than I would them meddling in when we need to go to bed, when we need to be home, when we can ride our bike, what time the street lights come on. Government, stay out. And if you want to live in a world where the government starts to dictate all of these aspects to you, then please, please, please buy a passport, sell your property, or end your lease at your apartment and go to a different country. All right, I got off on a rant, on a rampage. <laughs> I just want to make sure that if we start to see some shift back to government rule and tyranny regulating our health in the near future, I want to go on record saying I'm against it. I'm anti whatever. I'm anti everything. And I hope, hope that at least 50.2% of you agree with me. Uprising, here we come. I'm Jeff. And I'm Jeff. Good night.